it's Friday and beer's still not here. But you know what I did? I found someone. What, 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 what? Well, I didn't find her. I just kept her here. Stockholm Syndrome. Yes, I will feed you. Nice foodies. I will take care of you. I'm happy. I will make life comfortable. That's all I want. You see, <laughs> Cupcake is in studio again <laughs> because she felt very sorry for my pity party. It just made me sad. Do you have bleeding heart syndrome? I think so. Yeah. It's dependent personality disorder. I love that. Thank you. I need that in my You're life. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to Thunder Noodle. Yes, yes, being at the beach. Oogly boogly. Yeah. And then yeah. we just go woolly <laughs> Such a sad intro. Be come back. We we need to create an intro that we do without her. Like if she's not here. I don't want to do that. Because that means that she will be gone enough for us to need to use it. She's a she's a young girl. She needs to fly. Sounds so corny, oh my gosh. <laughs> I can't even... If you love something, let it go. It'll come back to you. <laughs> I will not allow it. <laughs> I will not. I will not allow it. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, probably. Yeah, we'll get there. Because yeah, we're old and settled. Yeah, you like, see. Th- I'm going to do this shit now. We're tunnies now. We yes. Wanna, we want to stay home and like, yeah. not go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. We'll just... If B does do that, we'll get her to come back with updates. Go explore yeah. the world. Go see things. I'm just not emotionally ready to accept that she might do that. You'll be fine. Yeah. You'll be okay. Would I? You would. Would I? You would. A mulling life, remember? You'd be stronger if you just believe. <laughs> <laughs> so, it is full episode Friday. Ooh. And so it excited. is the last episode of the year. Wow. Yeah. Oh, we, we realized a bit too late that the next year is next week. Yes. I'm that dad joke guy. Yeah. yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. Anyway. So, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we both just stared into the nothingness of 2023. The abyss. Yes. That was the 2023. <laughs> so today I'm going to be doing a case on... Pedro Rodriguez Filo. Ooh. Yes. Exotic. Very exotic. And just a little extra thing. In this Portuguese name, Filo, Filo, is a general suffix meaning son, which is used for someone whose name is the same as their father. Like junior. Okay. Mm. That's pretty or cool. the second. Mm. Yeah. So there's a little hee 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 if you wanted to know. Um, tidbit. Yeah. A tidbit. A word of the year. Yes. Tidbit. That and like. Yes. Like. And so. 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 So we do this. So uh, like a tidbit. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Mitch. <laughs> yes. But without any further ado... Let's get into it. Let's that. get into it. So, Pedro was born on the 29th of October in 1954. And he is also known as Pedrino Matador. Or Killer Lil Pedro. Or Killer Killer Petey. I love how the English versions sound like a rapper's name. Yeah. But 
the Portuguese names sound like this. The Brazilian ones, yeah. Brazilian, like they sound majestic. And then... Pedrino Matador. That was especially your face when you said it. It's yeah. just amazing. It's the jaw. It's this jaw that comes out, you see. Yeah. And he was a Brazilian serial killer slash spree killer. Oh. And a vigilante... Known okay. for pursuing and killing exclusively suspected criminals as a teenager. Between the age of 14 and 19, in particular, an entire gang in response to the murder of his pregnant girlfriend. Officially sentenced for 71 murders, but claiming to have killed over 100 drug dealers, rapists and murderers, he served 34 years in prison. That is approximately 25 weeks per murder. Like my eyes are the size of saucers right mm. now. Before he was released in 2007. He was released. In 2011, Pedro was imprisoned again on the charges of inciting riot and deprivation of liberty. He was sentenced to eight years in prison, but was released again in 2011. And 18 after seven years on good behavior. Since his second release, your face. <laughs> I'm like, like on the one hand, this is so hard for me because I really want to be like, yes, get it. Like, you know, kill the people that are doing bad things. But then I'm yeah. like, it's not good. Murder is bad. Yeah. <laughs> and I can just see. You understand what I'm saying, but you're also confused. Yeah, but like arrested for what? Inciting riots? Yeah. That is insanity, man. Yes. So, since his second release from prison in 2018, after announcing himself to be reformed from his self-declared vigilantism as a youth and committed to not committing, he's committed to not committing <laughs> any more crimes... Rodriguez Pedro was considered as a Brazilian celebrity and a YouTuber. What? Maintaining a YouTube channel called Pedrino X Matador. There are no words. <laughs> what? <laughs> I knew this would... Yeah, like you just blew my mind there. So, commenting on modern crimes while educating the public that criminal acts are not something to be proud of. Following Pedro's <laughs> initial planned 2003 release, author Jeff Lindsay began to publish a novel series about a fictional American serial killer of killers inspired by Pedro. And guess what he was called? What? Dexter Morgan. I just dun, see light dun, bulbs going dun. off. <laughs> the series' success, along with that of its 2006 television adaption and 2021 revival, led to widespread retrospective, <laughs> retrospective media attention being brought to Pedro, with him becoming internationally internationally known alternately both as Brazilian Dexter and the South American Punisher. 
Like, I feel like you're telling me one of the greatest stories of all time. Because <laughs> this is just everything. Right? Like, this has all of the drama. Everything. That's why I was like, this is how we need to end off this year. Yeah, no. Like, this was... you. No, you could not have chosen a better case. Like, oh my word. As I was reading all of this and doing my research, I thought to myself, am I getting cases mixed up here? Um... Is there maybe somebody with the same name? Yeah. Because this cannot all be one person. Like, I've literally sat here listening to you. Like, Bitch is one person. You know, just like, tell me. Yeah. So, Pedro was born on a farm in Santa Rita do Sapucay, south of Minas Gares. Garias? Garas. Good pronunciation. Thank you. His skull had been bruised as a result of his father kicking his pregnant mother's belly during a fight. So this is one of those things that I think is very well known in the true crime community. Mm -hmm. Head injury. But this is, okay, just to like, let me give some wisdom here because I've been feeling it. Throw us with a wisdom. Like since the last episode, Mm. I feel like when kids are abused to this like i mean that wasn't he wasn't even a, like technically considered a living person no he wasn't he was born being yet being abused yeah i feel like w- what chance do they have you know it's yeah. that you can only give a child so much before they will do anything well they will react yes. and i mean if you're going to like with the last episode we you are now treating a child horrifically and you're teaching them how to behave. Yes. What do you expect when they go and kill someone? When, you know, like there's, mm. there's such a conflict I have when it comes to this. That I do think that is one big thing that has always stuck with me and I cannot for the life of me remember where I heard it. But we teach people how to treat us. Yeah. So, and that stumbles over or boils over, fucking pools over. It goes over the little hill. The little hill. No wooden spoon can stop mm, it. No wooden spoon can stop it. To how they treat others. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, think of it. There's a reason. My logic has always been there's a reason psychologists ask you about your childhood. It's the foundation yes, of the house. Definitely. And if you have cracks then mm. you're not going to be a functioning human being. Like, yeah, there's no, there's no mental polyphala. No, like it's, you're fucked, yeah. basically. You are fucked. Fucked. <laughs> so, he claimed he felt the urge to kill for the first time at age 13, when in a fight with an older cousin, he pushed the young man into a sugarcane press, almost killing him, and had considered leaving him there to die before deciding to save him. So he had that little... But he did save him. Very young. Very young. 13. That's very young. Like that's next level intrusive thoughts. Yes. I'm just going to leave my cousin in the sugar press. Mm -hmm. At age 14, Pedro shot the deputy mayor... Of Santa Rita do Supacay in front of the city hall for having fired his father, a school guard, over accusations of stealing food from the school kitchen, preventing him 
from gaining new employment before shooting the security guard whom he suspected as the actual thief using his grandfather's shotgun for both. What kind of wild story are you telling me? <laughs> the wildest of the like, wild. Yeah. A year later, I'm just going to yeah. go shoot my dad's ex-boss, which is the mayor. Yeah. And the secu- security guard. That's madness. Yeah. On the run, Pedro looked for refuge in Mogi das Cruzes in Greater Sao Paulo where he began robbing drug dens and killing drug traffickers, making him a celebrity in the news as a vigilante. Pedro. Pedrino Matador. That is amazing yeah. how you say that. Thank you. It's beautiful. Pedro soon met Maria. Aprensida Olympia. Oh, I love these names. She was nicknamed Botina. Botinha. And they began living together. Pedro took on the duties of the deceased in a local street gang and was soon forced to eliminate some rivals. It makes you wonder mm. that if the vigilantism wasn't so much vigilantism, vigilantism mm. as was it was, I'm just going to Vigilance. No, that's not the right <laughs> word. <laughs> well, we'll just call it vigilantism. Vigilantism. If it was more that or if it was conveniently getting rid of people to take their place. Gang initiation. Get rid of your competition. Because, like, I mean, you're going to kill the big bosses and then you're going to take over. Yeah. But we'll see. Oh, goodness. Pedro took on the duties of the deceased in a local street gang and was forced, quote-unquote, forced to eliminate some rivals, killing three ex-cronies. I don't know what a crony is. It's like henchmen. Oh. Like the big bulky dudes. Oh. Potina became pregnant with his child and was murdered shortly (gasps) thereafter by a rival gang leader. Still underaged, Pedro escaped, going on a revenge-killing spree by tracking down and killing every single member of the rival gang. This sounds like... I feel like you're going to turn around and tell me he had a very specific set of skills. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly. Yeah. This shit is, like, taken. Like... It is. It is... Taken, merged with John Wick, because but m- instead of a dog, it's your wife. Yeah, merged with Punisher. Yeah, merged with um, like every movie where someone's been wronged and they've yeah. won spree killing. Yes, because like not gonna lie though, if someone did that to me, I probably would also go on spree killing. I don't endo- endorse murder, but yeah. I mean, if you look at what he's been through. Yes. And he's still underaged. Like, that is insanity. Right. At the age of 19, Pedro was arrested for the first time on the 24th of May in 1973 and lived in prison most of his adult years. Police records show that he was once transported in a vehicle with 
another prisoner, both handcuffed, and during the transport, Pedro killed the other inmate without the police even noticing. When they opened the car door and saw the other prisoner dead, Pedro said he did it because the man was a rapist. Although he was sentenced to 126 years imprisonment, he was released in 2003 because Brazilian law at the time prohibited anyone from spending more than 30 years behind bars. That's incredible. This was revised to 40 years in 2019. So there's no way you'll spend your life in prison. Mm -mm. After staying in prison for 34 years... Pedro was released on the 24th of April 2007 and was reported to have moved to Fortaleza, Fortaleza in Ceará. And on the 15th of September 2011, Pedro was arrested at his rural home in Balneario Cambodia. Where he worked as a caretaker. It was like you were trying to talk whale. Yeah. (laughs) He was sentenced to eight years on charges such as riot, deprivation of liberty, committed while he was detained in Sao Paulo. He was released on good behavior, for good behavior, on the 10th of December 2018, after serving seven years. But where did he incite riots? You see, even the weather can't tell. Yeah. Even the weather's like, quit the... What is going on here? What's it makes name? no sense. I'm like, this This case is insanity, man. This mm-hmm. is blowing my brain. Like, half the time, I don't even know what to say because I'm just, like, sitting here open-mouthed, yeah. shocked. I'm shook. Yeah. This information boggle and there's... I don't want our podcast to be too long. So I'm trying to compress yeah. all the information. And I don't want to say remove, but not put Focus in too much, too much yeah, on, yeah. on the nitty gritty. So I, I pick the main things, but girl, there is so much. I feel like this is a rabbit hole, guys. Yeah. And just this like, is enough. Like we could stop here and be like, what the fuck? Like I didn't know that Dexter was based on a real on guy. a real thing like i know the i know the the ogs you know mm. like i know that silence of the lambs and yes. those movies were based on your ogs like jeffrey dahmer ed gein yeah. andre chikatilo but i didn't know dexter was as well yeah and at low-key but it's got that vibe because i feel like everyone's had that like, compassion for dexter b has never watched dexter before oh, she's a, she's a gen z Gen Z. They're not cultured. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> like if I walked in and went, Timmy, to her, she wouldn't know what I was she talking about. She wouldn't know. She would look at me like I was crazy. Yeah. Whereas every other millennial would be like, Timmy. Timmy. You know? I just want to be friends, you guys. Yeah, like yeah. we're good. Yeah. So don't stress. We'll mm. educate her. We will. Now we're getting into the weirderness. I'm here for this. I'm even pulling the mic closer. Following his second release from prison in 2018, after announcing himself to be retired from his self-declared vigilantism as a youth and officially committed to not committing any more crimes, Pedro became a YouTuber. Maintaining a YouTube channel called Pedro Ex Matador 
commenting on modern crimes, campaigning against gang violence, teaching the public not to be proud of criminal acts. He was famous. His YouTube channel had 2,251,000 subscribers and he had three 36.4 million views holy crap it was last updated on the 22nd of august 2022 i think this is the most i can't think of the word now but it's it's so in psychology there's a term called cognitive dissonance so it's when your beliefs are challenged by outside beliefs that tell you you're wrong basically just in a nutshell it's probably a much better definition out there but this has given me so much cognitive dissonance because (laughs) (laughs) i'm sitting here and like half of me is going yay go pedro yeah but then i'm like he's a killer he's He's a a killer. killer He killed people. He's a murderer. Like, just remember that. Yeah. You don't know what to feel. Because, like, I feel like that is... He basically became a true crime reporter. And that is what the public thought. Because, I mean, look at his views. Look at his subscribers. You know, and... That's a lot. Who better to hear this shit from than someone who's been there, done that, and got the t-shirt. Yeah, and he also... Received... A 100,000 subscribers plaque from youtube which means he he making bank he making bank yeah so yeah i don't know how to feel but i feel that is one thing that the series captured yeah because to this day i still don't know how i feel about dexter well i mean it's like i was saying earlier you kind of found yourself going like hoping he didn't get caught yes you know you would always be like don't don't do it don't I talk to them don't don't go yes, there you know i think dexter awakened some weirdness in all of us yeah because yeah. but it's that empathy that it like is. you've built they built the character and i feel the same with this when you built the story where he's this vigilante he's only mm. taking out drug dealers and this mm. but then he also kind of took over and, and you know mm. what was he doing then like yes he says he was forced but then his wife pregnant wife gets murdered and that's like yeah oh. yeah i don't know we can go into a full discussion after i give you the rest of this i'm sorry i'm holding you up no 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 not this at is all too much it's so much <laughs> so in pop culture following his initial planned 2003 release pedro was the principal inf- hmm. was the inspiration for Dexter Morgan, the anti-hero protagonist of 2004 Dexter book series, written by Jeff Lindsay, as well as the, the 2006 series adaptation with the same name by James Manos Jr., in which he is primarily portrayed, primarily portrayed by Michael C. Hall, who won a Golden Globe Award for Best Actor in a Television Series or Drama and the Television Critics Association Awards for Individual Achievement in Drama and was nominated five times for a Prime Emmy Award for Outstanding Lead Actor 
in a drama series for his portrayal of the character before reprising his role as Dexter in 2020 to 2022 revival series Dexter New Blood by Clyde Phillips. The success of the novel series and Showtime television franchise additionally led to Rodrigo led to Pedro acquiring new international media nickname of the Brazilian Dexter. Pedro was also the basis of the character in Kodaka's 2012 video game, Dang Arampa 2, Goodbye Despair, (laughs) as Sparkling Justice. Because of the list of his crimes and his behavior in jail, Pedro joined the list of killers quoted by writer Ilana Kasoy in the book Serial Killers Made in Brazil. And I referenced this in my previous episode because Marcelo Costa de Andrade Mm. was also in that book as well as Francisco da Costa Roca. So this man is famous. This is wild, man. But... At about 10 a.m. on the 5th of March, 2023, Pedro was shot and killed by two men firing from a car in Mogi das Cruzes, who then fled in another car, and no suspects have been arrested. Well, you see, now now I'm sad that he's dead, and I don't like that. <laughs> and that is the compressed information... <sighs> About Pedro Rodriguez. I'm just sitting here looking at your phone. hanging open. Yeah. Like, I can't. I can't. This is a crazy story. Like, I can't. I just, just can't. Even without the book and the TV series, who has... I mean, Dexter Morgan is a household name. Yeah, everyone. Like, if you yes. were any form of child or teenager... In the in the early to mid noughts, yes, you knew Dexter. Yes, that tune. Yeah, that stopped. It was like Law and Order is for you. Yes, and you even know? House. Yeah, the series House. It's such a that character I is can't. so. And how many times is a character like that actually based on a real person? But this is what I think is so difficult to wrap your head around: is that you almost been pushed in such a way to love Dexter yeah and now you're hearing the real story and you know that it's bad and you know that these yeah. things aren't but you're kind of going but like shame yeah you because know? you already have that feeling it's there's almost a transference of yes. you so you're the one behind it yeah we should actually ask be her opinion as she has not watched Dexter that would be yeah almost said like how would she feel hearing this yes because I mean that was she she doesn't have those emotional no, attachments she doesn't that's why i i wanted to do this case with her but i knew she wouldn't have that you need that moment like, oh, yes you, you have like, to be a dexter fan um, but you couldn't have ended the year off in any like anything better yeah I mean, this is this was expect the unexpected yes it was like <laughs> we flipped the script completely i also do want to say that in that, what we spoke about earlier, that 
time in his life where he said he was forced to kill the the rival gang members Mm -hmm. or the gang members and then he took over. I do, I mean, in so many movies and stuff we've seen, books I've read, all of that, there is that instance in that person's life where it's, you have to join them to beat them. Yeah. So there might have been a time where he just gave up or he knew the best way to get rid of these people is to infiltrate them. And I mean, there's such, like you spoke about in your last episode, Brazil is so densely populated yes. and there's such a disparity in wealth between it's the uber wealthy and then the uber poor and yep. if you look at that yes there are going to be mounds of gangs and mm. how do you get rid of you can't go arresting everyone because no. if you do you will your prisons their prisons are already half failing because of lack of maintenance so now you want to add in this and I'm I'm also guessing if the gangs are that powerful and there are so many that the police must be involved. I mean, they with how many be. gangs we've, when we spoke about gang violence previously, how many corrupt police officials I mean, that's are part of it? Even politicians. Like yeah. Take the police out of it. I mean, mm. just looking at the politicians and you can see it with these countries, I feel that these countries that are almost forgotten about, yeah, you see it there, is that the corruption and the law-breaking becomes almost the way of life because yes. that's how you survive. Yeah. So to think of this, it's like I've got that, run, that picture running through my head of when in Hunger Games you sided with the resistance. Yes. In all these disparity movies where you side with the the good guys because mm. they're the ones fighting the evil forces and you know they they're the ones that are fighting for the little guy but then in real life how do you act like do you who are you supporting are you supporting mm. the corrupt officials or are you supporting the people trying to get away from that and it's so difficult because on the one hand i think that is what makes this such an inner struggle is you want this vigilante to succeed yeah because he's doing what you want the law to do but you also can't go around killing people but you can't do that like regardless yeah if he was say tying them up and putting a note on them saying this guy did this he was naughty yeah bad no presents for you then i think okay yeah maybe but in the same breath he probably knew that those people would just be let go not only that they might even come for him yeah because that's the that's the vibe i've always gotten from these gangs is if you do go up against them you're dead yeah well it seems like if you go up against pedro you know i mean goodbye night night you're gonna sleep in the forever box the forever box. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> There's a forever box and a forever jar. Yeah. We get both. Yes. I don't know what their customs are. No, I don't no. either. I'm we not should, sure. We should have a, if we're going to do all these cultural 
or different cultures, then we mm. should have an episode after that where we educate everyone. So this is what yes. they do. This is what they do. This and is how it works. See? And then we also know. Yeah. That is something to get into. And then we can someone make their national food as well so we can eat. I want to do that. Yeah. I want to do that. How cool does that sound? Yeah. We'll eat and educate. Yes, now I'm hungry. Because well, okay. this... Funny enough, this case did not upset my stomach. No, <laughs> the previous one like, did. <laughs> this case was just like, what? Yeah, I'm leaving. We're leaving everybody at the end of the year with a, what the actual fuck am I even supposed to but think? But that's why I said, like, the whole the whole time it's been expected, expected. Like, yeah. that you've always said that. And every, t- every week I'm like, ah, oh, it's going to be depressing. I'm going to sit yeah. here like, ah. Oh. But this is like, yeah out of nowhere you think we do this oh look look yeah at us. i'm gonna put you in a space where you don't even know what you, you think feel. you're safe <laughs> <laughs> you are not nobody is safe no one and he was a youtuber is this page still up i tried to find the page yeah i could not so i do not know if my algorithm was just not allowing me to access it maybe because i need do a vpn maybe because i do know that south africa does have certain restrictions on things i mean we don't get the same netflix as everybody else i don't know if we get the same youtube i don't know know. and i do not know if maybe his page was removed i tried to research it and see i couldn't find his page anywhere there are a shit ton of videos on this guy yeah obviously yeah i mean geez yeah there's a there's a shit ton of podcasts about this guy so I know this is a lot of people probably have done this podcast before. So that's why I condensed it. So if you no. want like the, the quick lowdown on it, there you go. And also I did think it was the perfect case to end the year off this, with. No, this was fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, you couldn't have done better. Yeah. But I could not find his YouTube channel. I tried that so hard. So you can find, I did find snippets of it on Reddit. Because that's weird. I mean, nobody mm. just takes a YouTube channel down. Like... Yeah, I can understand discontinuing yeah. it. Yeah. But he was only, he was murdered this year. Yeah. So it's not even... No, it was... Wait, yeah, it was this year. Was this yeah, beginning year. of this year. So that's not even like years have gone yeah. past, so his account is inactive. His account, as far as I understand, was quite positive. Because, I mean, he was going against what all the bad. What I will say about this is prison is all about reform yeah and he seems to have been reformed so kudos to him for what you know participating in that yeah you see like but now i have that old thing creeping in with these serial killers once they get a taste for it maybe thing he just got smarter. I don't even know. Because even how he was murdered. Yeah. Is this someone taking him out? Why haven't they found anyone? You know, it's like more questions. So many more questions. I don't like those. <laughs> <laughs> but I like it, but I don't. But I don't. And I try to find if there's any updates. There's nothing. No, but obviously they wouldn't. Yeah, there's no updates on his case. There's no suspects. There's no... I think I just have compassion for him because Dexter was based on him. Yeah. And I have compassion for Dexter. Yeah. Because that was quote-unquote fake. Yeah. You know, but now we know it's not. It changes a little bit. Yes. 
It does change a lot. We should rewatch it. Yes. Yes. Let's get some food and watch yes, Dexter. Definitely. I don't know if this is a healthy choice we're making. <laughs> My body is ready. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys must enjoy the rest of 2023. Yes. Be safe, guys. Be safe. Make reasonable choices. Make wise choices. And if you do get a little bit drunkies on New Year's, please don't drive. Call someone. Call someone. Call your mama. Call your mama. Call your Uber. Yeah. So worth it, guys. Yeah, and keep your friends safe. The buddy system, yeah. guys. The buddy system. Definitely. Yes. Definitely. And don't leave your drinks unchecked. Yes. Be safe. And safety lessons. Yes. <laughs> and we'll see you next year. See you next year. 